Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. Guess what? You are not alone. Support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help you find a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. Churchescare.com This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. A vast universe exists within and beyond our reality. What we realize with our five senses is but a tiny fraction of all that is real. Welcome to the World Beyond Radio Show. I'm your host, Joe Wegent, and I'll be your guide and advocate as we remove the blinders of our everyday lives and experience together all that exists out there in the world beyond our world. Thank you for tuning in today, folks. Uh, we have a special uh, pair of guests today. We have Naya Swami's Jyotish and Devi, and they are dynamic emissaries of Paramansa Yogananda, who was a spiritual leader whose best-selling book, The Autobiography of a Yogi, sparked a revolution of yoga and meditation in the West. Living examples of spiritual values in action, Jyotish and Devi travel the world, sharing Yogananda's teaching and blessing people with the practice and heart-opening path of Kriya Yoga. Naya Swami's Jyotish and Devi are spiritual directors of Ananda, a global movement of spiritual communities, senders, centers, and meditation groups, people living the change they want to see in the world. Guided by the teachings of Paramansa Yogananda, Ananda will celebrate its 50th anniversary in 2019. Touching each person with friendship, Jyotish and Devi's clear, centered energy delivers spiritual insight with a delightful joy in people's individual's paths. They offer a rare example of successful spiritual partnership, living yogic values through their marriage, parenting, and organizational leadership. Each year, Nayaswamis Jyotish and Devi spend four months teaching in Europe and throughout India, touching thousands of people. With his best-selling book, How to Meditate, a step-by-step gui step -step guide to the art and science of meditation, Jyotish Novak has touched over 250,000 people with meditation. With her book, Faith is My Armor, the life of Swami Kriyananda. Devi Novak illuminated the life of one of Yogananda's most prolific disciples. Together, 
Nayaswami's Jyotish and Devi wrote Touch of Light after their popular blog illuminating Yogananda's teachings for daily spiritual life. For nearly 50 years, Jyotish and Devi have trained and worked side by side with Swami Kriyananda, building Ananda. Jyotish and Devi took Nayaswami's vows when Swami Kriyananda founded the new Swami order for married as well as single people of all faiths and paths who wish to commit their lives to God. Some years before his passing in 2013, Kriyananda named Namaswami Jyotish as Dharmacharya, his spiritual successor. Welcome to the show, the both of you. Thank you, Joe. It's a pleasure to be with you. Good morning. So what was it that uh, prompted you to follow this particular path? Well, I'll start. I had graduated from college and wanting to have a uh, meaningful life, but I, I didn't find it in college. I didn't know what direction it was. I was looking for, um, I studied psychology. I was looking for the expanse of human consciousness Right after college in Minnesota, I came out to San Francisco in 1966, and it was then that I read that great, great book, Autobiography of a Yogi, and it answered all kinds of questions for me. It really changed my life, I have to say that. And right after that, I met Swami Kriyananda, who had been a direct disciple of Paramahansa Yogananda, lived with him for the last three and a half years of his life and was a very close disciple during that period of time. And so I began studying with Swami Kriyananda and then uh, he started and I became his assistant in starting one of the first spiritual cooperative communities, uh, Ananda. And I'll jump in here as well, Joe. Um, you know, it's an interesting question, and I've answered it more times than I want to count. But I, the more I answer it, the less I'm certain of my answer. I think every one of us has a destiny, honestly, and we can make up reasons why this happened or that happened. But I think there's just a story that each of our lives have, and it unfolds for us. And, you know, I had a pretty typical life, schooling, family, college, but there was always a missing component. And when it was as though <clears throat> the camera wasn't in focus. And then when I read autobiography and met Swami Kriyananda, came to the Ananda, just beginning Ananda community in 1969, uh, it, the camera lens came into focus. And I just thought, okay, this is, this is the story now that I'm living that my life is supposed to be. And now well, we we're going to cut to a break right now, and we'll be right back in just a few, a few minutes where we're going to continue with Jyotish and Davey. You're listening to the World Beyond Radio Show, and I'm your host, Joe Weijin. Stay tuned.
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Own Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Own Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good To Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs 
songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an eight-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back to the World Beyond Radio Show. I'm your host, Joe Wegent, and this hour we are speaking with Jyotish and Devi from the Ananda organization. So our first question is, what is Ananda? Well, Ananda is uh, an organization, worldwide organization, that uh, was founded really in order to become a place to live the teachings of meditation and uh, really many teachings that came from the East to America, uh, especially as taught by Paramahansa Yogananda. And so uh, we study those teachings, we meditate every day, uh, we try to live uh, good, uplifting moral lives and uh, there are many, many teachings that he had about how to work with energy, how to work with your consciousness, how to work with health, how to work with especially uh, spiritual life where there's a deep seeking inwardly for, uh, for self-realization, as he called it. And so we study those teachings, but much more importantly, we live those teachings, so we founded a community. It now has over 700 acres, about 250 residents. This is the first of nine because we founded subsequent ones around the world. But uh, the initial community is in Northern California, uh, right across from the Tahoe, uh, uh, Lake Tahoe National Forest, and it's... Uh, been a 50-year experiment in what happens to your life if you live according to your principles. Yeah, I think what makes Ananda unusual or, uh, from other spiritual groups, I would say, is that whereas we, we have the teachings of meditation and yoga, but we're trying to uh, show, to demonstrate, to give people the opportunity to live, what does it look like in your daily life? What does it look like to uh, raise your children and still have a meditative life? What does it look like to have health crises and still uh, have a meditative practice in your life? What does it look like to run a business, to run a school, uh, so forth? So it's really applied spirituality. And it's, uh, as we, as Jyotish said, we now have communities all over the world. We have wonderful international community outside of Assisi, Italy, where people, I believe the last count was from 10 different countries, are living there full time. And it's so beautiful, particularly in the light of the, um, the divisiveness that exists in our world today, that <clears throat> there are community members there from in Europe who, you know, a generation ago were enemies in World War II. And now there's Italians and Germans and French and Russians and British people all living in a united community. So 
part of uh, Ananda's work is to really show the potential of a united world. Give me an example of some of the teachings that you're talking about in, in you know, at least one or two different areas of life and how does one uh, adopt those into their life in a way that they can live them and make a change? Okay. Um, first of all, we, we begin every day with meditation and we highly, highly recommend that to everyone. Now, the last figure, when we started not, not very many me people meditated. The last figure I saw was that over 28 million Americans have a regular meditative practice. So it's no longer any kind of a mysterious uh, element as it was when we started 50 years ago. But we start the day with meditation. Um, we can come back to deeper aspects of that, but, but I want to come on to the living example. So that gets a person calm and centered. And then as you exit meditation, if you can carry that sense of calmness and centeredness within you as you go throughout your day, one of the things that calmness does is it allows you to choose what your reaction is going to be. Now, that may sound rather simple, but it's a total game changer for how you live your life because all of us come up, I mean, you no sooner leave your home, maybe it's in your home, if you turn on um, radio or TV and listen to news, you're already in a re reactive state, generally uh, a negative reactive state, and you're constantly... Uh, exchanging that interaction with the world around you and your thoughts actually have a great deal of power. And so if you can be calm at the beginning, control your reactions, stay calm and friendly and open to people, open your heart to people that you connect with, then that changes your interaction and that changes throughout the day. Now, as I say, it may sound kind of simple, but we have seen a community with hundreds of people living these principles. There's never been a fight. People, and we're talking about strong-minded people here, uh, never been a fight. There are, of course, differences of opinion. No violence, no drugs, no use of um, mind-changing chemicals, none of that. For 50 years in a, in a society that is in the midst of our typical American society. I think another aspect of it, Joe, is the ability to relate uh, sensitively and openly with everybody, no matter if they think the same way you do or worship the same way you do. Uh, I think one of the best testimonials of this is uh, many families live here, and Jotish and I have a grown son and grandchildren who were, our son was born and grew up here. And when he, he went to school up until high school and people, all, and then he went to a public high school in the area. Uh, and people say, well, how do your kids do when they go out into the real world? And it's amazing, invariably, uh, the feedback we get is the, the kids from Ananda have the ability to relate to everybody, young, old, popular, not popular, you know, whatever it might be, that 
They just have an ability to relate to other people from their own center. And I think that's one of the great benefits of meditation, to accept people for who they are, to uh, project kindness and love to all, and to be able to be a source of strength to people who come into your life. As far as uh, Yogananda's teachings, though, are they are they enumerated like uh, like the uh, uh, Lao Tzu, where he basically one precept after another after another? How are the how are the teachings uh, disseminated? Yeah, good question. Um, we have first of all, for anybody who has not read autobiography of a yogi, that is one of the great great spiritual classics of modern literature. In fact, Steve Jobs, that was the only book that he had on his iPad. He read it every year, and at his funeral, he had uh, copies given away to everyone who attended. And so that that book uh, gives a lot of the basic principles. Then the techniques and teachings, uh, they're available through Ananda you can, uh, the listeners can go to ananda.org, A-N-A-N-D.org. A-N-A-N-D-A. A-N-A-N-D-A.org. And we have there available lots and lots of free teachings. We have uh, online courses, or they can get my book, How to Meditate. And so that gives very clear instruction in meditation Then Davy and I write a weekly blog in which we take a single subject. It might be um, how uh, how to control your reactions. It might be how to focus your mind. might be how to open your heart. We have a weekly blog that take these teachings and give not only examples and inspiration, but often uh, a little hint on how to work with your own uh, practice. We also have meditation groups and centers uh, throughout America and uh, India and Europe as well, and Russia, and uh, it's worldwide. And if you want to find out uh, about a group in your area on our website, ananda.org, there's a link you can go to, Find Ananda Near You. And there you can get personal instruction and meet with people that are practicing these But uh, we did an estimate that we've probably taught over 400,000 people how to meditate in the uh, nearly 50 years that Ananda's been going. So it's it's reached a lot of people. We've reached a lot of people, not just Jyotish and I personally, but we have wonderful teachers all over the world. And uh, so it's uh, this information is readily accessible and also autobiography of a yogi is available to read online uh, on our website. I know a number of uh, yoga instructors and so many people who practice yoga uh, read the autobiography of a yogi. But there are so many different styles and types of yoga, the Ashtanga and Raja yoga and Kriya yoga. What is the difference between Kriya yoga, which, which you're promoting, and say uh, Ashtanga or Hatha yoga? Okay, Hatha Yoga is the practice of the physical body uh, using certain postures. Now, in America, 
to a certain extent, it has become more uh, physically based, but originally that Hatha Yoga science was meant in order to help you move energy in the body and especially to bring it to the higher centers in the forepart of the brain, but to move your energy and get your body so that the consciousness can become uplifted. Ashtanga Yoga is part of what we also teach and it's uh, how to interior it gives you a roadmap in how to interiorize and uplift your mind and kriya yoga is a specific technique of meditation the most advanced technique that yogananda taught which uses the breath and uses the breath and the mind in order to control and move the energy in the deep spine, which brings uplifted states of consciousness. But basically, yoga really is a science. It's, and there are different, just as science has many, many different branches, yoga has different expressions and branches. And, but they're all basically dealing with raising consciousness in one way or another, uh, through using the breath, through moving the body, through uh, doing different mantras, through uh, different meditation techniques. And so Kriya Yoga, as we've said, is a particular technique of meditation that Yogananda brought to the West. He came in 1920 and spent the next 32 years here. And um, he that's the highest technique he brought. But it's Kriya Yoga is a very, very effective technique of meditation that uh, helps you very quickly to feel an upliftment of consciousness. Well, we're going to cut away to a break here for just a moment. And then when we come back, I want to talk about uh, Yogananda and Kriyananda and their particular uh, uh, messages that they had to bring to the world. Folks, you're listening to the World Beyond Radio Show. Our guest today is Jyotish and Devi from the Ananda Organization. Stay tuned. We'll be right back in just a moment. and I want to tell you about a great provision for those interested in spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Find Your Path Home Shamanic Art Center is your resource for reliable, leading-edge information, education, and healing. Offering our brand new online galactic shamanism classes, long-distance shamanic healing performed by Path Home Shamanic Art School certified shamanic practitioners, and the Science of Magic's topic-driven radio episode collections where I interview today's leading experts on science and magic. All of this designed to inform, support, and empower you through these changing times. Visit us and all we have to offer at findyourpathhome.com. That's findyourpathhome.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, 
at WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back to the World Beyond Radio Show. I'm your host, Joe Wegent. And we're getting back to Jyotish and Devi of the Ananda Organization. And we're talking about meditation and consciousness. I read somewhere, and I may be wrong about this, but I, I thought I read somewhere that Yogananda originally came to America in order to have a discussion with... Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. Guess what? You are not alone. Support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help you find a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. Churchescare.com. Houdini, is that correct? Well, no, he was, uh, that he, I think he did have a discussion with Houdini, but that wasn't his purpose uh, for coming here. He was invited in 1920 by a Congress of uh, Religious Liberals uh, to come and give a presentation on yoga. 
And so he took the first boat to America from India after World War I. And he arrived in Boston in 1920. And within three or four years, he began lecturing. And by the mid-1920s, he was the most popular lecturer in the whole country, filling the largest halls, Carnegie Hall. He would not only fill that hall, but have people for blocks waiting to try to get in. And we're not talking about a single lecture. We're talking about lectures and classes that he would give in various cities for maybe a month at a time. So he became very well known, very, very popular. And he was putting out a kind of um, message to America that we can work with energy, we can work with consciousness, we can work with uh, certain attitudes that can change our lives. And it was extremely well accepted. So during that time, he met many, many famous people. And I'm sure Houdini would have been one of them. Uh, he met presidents, he met opera singers, he met, anyway, a huge list of uh, very popular figures in the country. But his main thing was to uh, awaken in America the understanding of many things, but one that Eastern teachings and Western teachings are fundamentally the same. He said he came to unite East and West. He came to unite uh, because he came from a Hindu background. Uh, the, the original teachings of Krishna and the original teachings of Christ to show the similarity of those. And he came, he gave hundreds of lectures, many of which are uh, available in print form um, that, that would take a particular subject, how to work with your energy. He even gave classes in how to attract your ideal partner how to be healthy, how to be strong-minded and successful. Many, many lectures. But uh, he drew, as we've said, thousands and thousands. He traveled back and forth across the country. He called them his spiritual campaigns. He was really a, a very dynamic figure, a spiritual warrior, one might say, and uh, a man of tremendous courage. In the 1920s, when there were uh, and and during the Depression in the 1930s, when the country was uh, in such a bad financial situation, he spoke out very strongly against uh, people, the rich people who were taking advantage of the poor people. And in fact, once there was even a, a gunman sent to shoot him. And just using the power of his love, he changed that man. The man came up behind him in Central Park with a gun. And Yogananda just turned around and said, why do you live the way you live? You aren't happy. And the man said, what are you doing to me? I can't live this way. And he dropped the gun and ran away. But he was a, a spiritual teacher, but a man of courage and dynamism and uh, made a tremendous impression on everyone he met. And one of the people he met was uh, the man who became our lifelong teacher, Swami Kriyananda. He was a Westerner. But uh, born in Europe, his parents were uh, stationed there as part of their work. And Kriyananda became his disciple in 1948 and uh, spent the last three and a half years with him of his life before Yogananda passed in 1952. 
And Kriyananda was tremendously formative in our life. We both met him when we were in our early 20s. And he also was a man of tremendous energy, tremendous uh, creativity. He, Swami Kriyananda wrote over 150 books in his lifetime, and they weren't little pamphlets. And these are all available. We have a, if you go to ananda.org, we have a publishing house called Crystal Clarity, and you can look at the tremendous array of books that Swami Kriyananda wrote. And But uh, Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda's life, uh, touched really millions of people. And in the, our contemporary times, we mentioned um, Steve Jobs, but also people like George Harrison and the, uh, <clears throat> the album uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. It's having its 50th anniversary of release now. And if you look, if you remember the cover, it's got all these different people on it. Well, Yogananda is part of the group and also his guru as well. So uh, Yogananda has had a tremendous impact on contemporary society. Having come from India and having uh, basically come from a Hindu uh, background, whenever... Uh, Yogananda speaks about God. What is his concept of God? Is it is it different from the God of the Middle East and the Bible? Is it different from uh, Buddhism? Or how how does he approach that when, especially when he comes to Westerners? Well, I would say the the concept of God is a consciousness, not a person. So, you know, get rid of the image that you have in your mind with uh, the Sistine Chapel of God reaching out and touching Adam. Uh, so that's a personification, but God is a consciousness. And from the Vedic uh, viewpoint, God doesn't create the world as something exterior to him. He becomes the world. And in fact, Yogananda said spiritually, the reason that we dream at night is that is a spiritual analogy of how God creates the world. So God is a great uh, infinite consciousness that becomes the world. And so we're extensions of that and uh, of that consciousness. And meditation is meant to calm the mind, uh, focus the mind, uplift and expand the mind sufficiently so that we have the actual experience in in uh, Eastern thought. It's The word is called samadhi, the state of consciousness where we realize our unity with everything that is. Also a definition that Yogananda brought from the East of God, they, the Sanskrit word is satchidananda, but what it means is ever existent, so God is always that consciousness of God is always there, ever ever existent, ever conscious, ever aware, and uh, ever new joy. So, ex always existing, always aware, and that awareness is defined by a state of joy, inner joy. And so, that isn't something outside of ourselves. It's what we are. And so, the practice of meditation, the concept of God that Yogananda brought was to awaken within us our own innate divinity. And that and he said the God underlying all religions, we can call it different names, 
but it's that same existing aware consciousness of joy that every human being is striving to find. When Yogananda came to America, uh, the um, Theosophical Society had basically come into its own and had invited uh, Krishnamurti to America and uh, at one time thought that Krishnamurti was God. Was he a contemporary of, of these folks in the Theosophical Society and or did he uh, interact with uh, Krishnamurti in any way? He was actually predating Krishnamurti. Now, he may have interacted. I'm not sure. I, I've never heard that he did, but Yogananda uh, passed away in 1952. I'm not sure when Krishnamurti came. I think it was a little later than that. Krishnamurti uh, was centered in Ojai, California, which is very near um, Los Angeles, where Yogananda was living. So I would be if if they were contemporaneous, I'd be very surprised if they didn't meet, uh, because their basic teachings were were from the same well, one might say, but they were dipping with different cups and and giving different aspects to the to the basic one teaching. But Yogananda was uh, never, and we don't think of him that he was God. Uh, in fact, one time there was a delightful conversation where someone said, well, uh, you, one of Yogananda's disciples said, well, you, you are God. And he said, no, why say I am God? Just say God is. We are all God. And, and the master Yogananda said, uh, the disciple said, it's only your humility that, that says this, and he, that you aren't God. And, and Yogananda said, he who says he's God isn't and he who's he who says he's God isn't and he who says he is isn't too so he just was trying to deflect a personal worship and just have people to say this is within all of us and and he would often quote Christ in the Bible who said why everything I can do you too can do if you had but the faith of a grain of mustard seed you could move mountains and so the the great teachers all take the the adoration, the adulation away from themselves and say, we are all this. A good example might be that if you have an ocean and you dip a, a bucket of that ocean water, that water in the bucket is the same in the ocean. No matter how many buckets you have, and it's the, that same water, so it's the same one God in everyone, the difference between a great master and a typical person is that the master is conscious of the fact that his reality is that of the ocean, where the rest are conscious only of the fact that they're a bucket full of water. So was he trying to tell us that there's, tell us more about the universe or tell us more about ourselves? Both. He's trying to say that through the expansion of our consciousness, we can understand the universe. We can. They said, uh, Swami Kriyananda said that Yogananda could talk with people in all walks of life, doctors and scientists and artists, and talk with them on their level because he could tune into the consciousness that they were on. But he was also trying to say, everything I do, you can do. And so he was trying to show us 
the greater reality. In fact, once someone said to Yogananda, if God is infinite, how could he possibly care about me? And uh, Yogananda said, your concept of infinity is too limited. God is infinitely great and infinitely small. So he cares about each individual. And he can do that all at the same time. <laughs> all at the same time. And so can we. <laughs> all righty. Well, we're going to cut to another break here in just a moment. When we come back, I want to get into meditation and how we can begin that practice and uh, what it can do for us once we uh, get into a daily repetitive, uh, repetitive routine. You are listening to the World Beyond Radio Show. I'm your host, Joe Wegent, and we'll be right back in just a moment with our guests, Jotish and Devi. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, 
mental and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back to the final segment of the World Beyond Radio show for this hour. I'm your host and guide, Joe Wegent. And as always, our show is produced and distributed by the ever-expanding leader in New Age, Paranormal, Alternative Health, and Supernatural Programming, the X-Zone Broadcast Network, and Relmar McConnell Media Company. At their head- corporate headquarters and master control in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. To learn more about the World Beyond Radio show, your host, or to discover a wealth of other amazing shows and their hosts, please visit www.xzbn.net. To contact me to inquire about being a guest on the World Beyond, please email me at Joe Wegent. That's Joe, W-E-I-G-A-N-T, at xzbn.net. For more information, you can also visit my website, www.paranormalpeace.com and www.reikichoice, that's R-E-I-K-I, choice.com. Uh, Jyotish and Devi, how can our listeners get a hold of you or your organization? The best, there's a kind of... Uh, universal portal because we have many aspects to it but uh just go on the internet to ananda.org a-n-a-n-d-a.org before we start talking about meditation yogananda basically um, passed the the torch so to say to uh uh kriyananda is it typical only to uh anoint one 
successor or did he have so many followers, but he just chose one? How does one become a Swami and how does one get chosen for that process? Are there others like Kriyananda who are out there also teaching and doing things? Yes, there are a number of people who uh, disseminate yoga, were direct disciples of Yogananda, although there aren't many left anymore. They've That generation is, there are a few left only. Swami Kriyananda passed away in 2013. But no, generally the tradition is that uh, there may be one appointed successor, but uh, it isn't hierarchical like uh, the Catholic Church or something like that. It's really people who have assimilated uh, the teachings of their guru and are feel inspired to share. So there are many people who uh, teach Yogananda's teachings, and Kriyananda was by no means unique in that, but he was... I have to say, one of the most dynamic uh, people in spreading them globally. So let's talk about meditation. You know, in the West, even still today, people, you can see it on TV and you can see it in movies. And, you know, it's, it's kind of almost a, uh, a running joke that you have to be in some kind of a you know, weird lotus position and you have to do all kinds of weird things in order to do it. How does one you know, get from never having done this before to beginning meditation? Okay, I'll give you a one-minute lesson in it. So you sit comfortably in a chair, whatever chair that works for you. It's helpful to uh, have your spine upright because there are subtle energies in the body, and meditation helps awaken those subtle energies. Um, If we lay down, uh, the tendency is to go into a subconscious sleepy state. So sit upright in any comfortable position, relax your body, and get as relaxed as you possibly can while still being uh, awake and aware. Then bring your consciousness and your gaze to the point between the eyebrows. Uh, in um, mystical literature, that's called this, the spiritual eye or the third eye. So you bring your gaze in that point And then simply start watching your breath. So as you inhale, uh, feel that breath coming in. As you exhale, feel that breath going out. And as you do that, it helps to focus and interiorize your consciousness. And everybody is going to find that their mind wanders from doing that. As soon as your mind wanders, bring it back to watching the breath. Yogananda also taught Uh, what is called a bija mantra or a a word formula with that that helps interiorize the energy. So as the inhalation comes in, you can mentally say hong. As the exhalation goes out, mentally say saw. If you do that for five or ten minutes, you will find that your consciousness begins to very much calm down very much become more focused. And that's the, that's the fundamental platform for on which most other uh, meditation techniques are built. So if you just do that platform, and I've described it in a minute here, just do that for five or ten minutes a day. Within two weeks, scientists have seen this with brain imaging now, within two weeks, your brain patterns and your brain structure will begin to change 
and this will improve your life. And, you know, we're very passionate about sharing meditation with others. And if people go to that portal website, Ananda, A-N-A-N-D-A dot org, there's lots of free information about how to get started. But mainly the point I would like to share now is you don't need to go outside of your comfort zone. You don't have to get into, you know, pretzel shapes. You don't have to uh, change your clothes or your lifestyle. Meditation is a practice that everyone can do, whatever your religion, whatever, you know, you don't need to go to an ashram or set aside hours every day. Five minutes sitting quietly in in your home can make a huge change. And we have uh, a friend who in uh, in San Francisco who was the head of the uh, instructors for rookie policemen in San Francisco. He was a follower of Yogananda. And he taught all of his new rookies just basic breathing techniques. He said, if you're in a tense situation, and he he taught them basic meditation that you can do while you're in a crisis and to deal more calmly with it. So really meditation is something everybody can practice to enhance their life. It doesn't mean change. It means just being able to deal with life with calmness, clarity, effectiveness, and to find a wellspring of strength to deal with whatever's going on in the world around you. What should one uh, consciously think about during meditation? Well, we're really trying to get beyond thinking, if possible. So this technique that I was mentioning of watching the breath, you shouldn't be trying to think about things. Let go of that, especially let go of projects and plans and worries and all of the things that disturb the mind and just watch the breath. As you do that, it brings the mind into a state of focus. Then if you want to move on from there, then there are certain interior qualities that all of us have. For instance, we have love. And so focus on the sense of love that already resides within you. But the one might say the meta-love, don't, don't say, oh, I love this person, I love that person, therefore I love. Rather that I have within me the capacity to love and feel that love and then expand it or feel joy and expand it. And you know when you said what do you think about thinking is a part of a uh, is an aspect of the one might say the conscious mind there the according to the teachings of yoga there are three aspects to our mind the subconscious which is the repository of past experiences and impressions the conscious mind which is the thinking rational mind but then there's a third level and uh carl jung even talked about this the great uh pioneer in psychology of the superconscious mind. And this is the aspect, the intuitive uh, aspect of our consciousness. And this is what we're trying to tap into with meditation. So the more you practice it, the more you access that superconscious mind, which is active, uh, activates the uh, certain part of the brain, the prefrontal lobes. And this superconscious mind really helps us to, gives us that ability to deal with life from the highest possible level. If during meditation 
it's important to to not think about something. But when these experiences happen to us and we recognize them, is that not the thought of them? Well, one one might, uh, since Yogananda used the analogy of a dream, one might use that analogy. While you're in the dream, you're completely absorbed in that dream. So when you're in meditation, try to be completely absorbed in that meditation. When you wake up, then you remember that dream. Uh, so when you come out of meditation, of course you remember what you were meditating about. But if you're if your mind is active and especially worried or regretful or that you're trying to get out of the past and out of the future and be in the here and now during the process of meditation. Jet Li was a, a famous martial artist and he retired from making movies to uh, practice. Uh, he became a Zen Buddhist monk. And his uh, one of his interviews, he said, I meditate 24 hours a day. Even during this interview, I'm meditating right now. Can that be achieved? Of course it can. What he's talking about is my consciousness is always focused on my higher centers, whether I'm cooking or interviewing or meditating or uh, raising children. It's the practice of meditation enables you to draw the subtle energy up access the superconscious mind and then live from that state all the time there's a, a i have uh, it really enjoyed having you guys on the show today it has been a pleasure uh, folks you have been with us at the world beyond radio show and we've had our guests jotish and Devi, and talking about consciousness and meditation we appreciate you tuning in have a wonderful day thank you for watching 